Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach. You have no idea how much I do not want to talk about Laguna Beach this week just because of everything that's going on with like Brody, Miley Cyrus, and Caitlyn Carter-Jenner. Oh my god, guys. There's so much to talk about with just them. I am so excited. Like, I haven't been excited to talk about celebrity gossip in a while. But this, I mean, you couldn't write this better. I mean, The Hills has not been great. I think I've talked about that. And I know some of you, like, slide into my DM saying you don't like it. But thank God this is happening. This is going to turn The Hills around. We are so excited. We're so ready. I am really into Caitlyn and Miley. Who knows if it's just like a girls want to have fun trip or whatever and they're fucking with the paparazzi, but I'm here for it, okay? I'm going to stand right now, stand on my little pedestal, whatever you call it, soapbox, stand on my soapbox, and I'm going to say I am here for Caitlyn and Miley 100%. They make a super hot couple, way hotter than Brody and Caitlyn, let's be honest. I am sad about Miley and Liam a little bit. But I also feel like they had a really open relationship. Like, I feel like they've both kind of talked about that. And in a recent interview, Miley said something kind of like they had an open relationship, like they had a more modern relationship than people understood. But she was in love with his soul or whatever. In Nashville, a lot of people have said they have an open relationship like Liam and Miley do. So I feel like that's not new. But I wonder why this time it's finally like, yeah, we're done. But I also don't know if this is a PR thing, guys. I don't know. And we know it's not going to play out on this season of The Hills. So I'm already bored. Like, I want to skip however many months in the future and just see Brody talk about Caitlyn being with Miley Cyrus. (laughs) I don't know. To me, that is an upgrade. Miley Cyrus, she's a little nut. She's a little crazy, but I'm, I'm a fan of her. I actually, you know, I think she has one of the most underrated voices of a generation. I think she has an incredible singing voice. And okay, I'm going to save all this for later. I am so excited, guys. So excited. And I'm going to end with that. I have some things to talk about, you know, after the the prom episode I'm about to go through. Then I will end with the Caitlyn and Brody stuff. Okay? Okay. Okay, sorry, I got really, really excited about the whole the whole <laughs> Brody and Caitlyn Jenner of it all, but let's talk about our last prom. This episode, of course, is a good one. Every episode of season two is, like, pretty solid. There are only maybe a couple, like, filler episodes, if that makes sense. But we're starting off with Alex, Kristen, and Jessica, and Kristen's nervous that Talon won't ask her to prom. Of course, they're all like, he's going to ask you, like, don't worry. He's definitely going to ask you. You're definitely going to have a date. But they go through who they want to go to prom with. If they, It could be, like, anybody in the school. As you remember, Chad Michael Murray was the answer for Lowe and Elsie. Mine would have been James Lafferty, so just want to throw that out there. Actually, it probably would have been Brian Greenberg, who played Jake. But if we were talking about, like, teen drama stars, Ryan Atwood, 100%. Benjamin McKenzie can bring me to prom any day even though he's like two inches shorter than me. But I don't shame. I'm a tall girl. I don't mind short guys. Short guys have the issue with tall girls. Well, I know a lot of girls don't want to date shorter guys either. We just all need to be open to anything, okay? (laughs) If Caitlin and Miley have taught us anything, it's that we should be open for anything life has to throw at us. Okay, so they're talking about like who they want to go to prom with. And Alex H says, Mikey J because he'd be a fun date. Jess says Jeff, of course. And then Kristen says Talon would be a really fun date. But again, she's not sure if he's going to ask her. So the next scene after the opening credits, Talon, Jeff, and the cute little redhead named Jake 
are talking about prom dates and I have to say Talon looks really good in this scene and I think red is definitely his color like his face is a little red with it but it could have been a sunburn could have been whatever his hair has so much gel in it that like you know if you touched it it would be like crunch like there would be no give I love that so much like to this day Mark McGrath's hair is like so hot to me like the guy lights the gel I don't know what's wrong with me (laughs) but yeah Talon looks really good in this scene it's way better than his like itchy green sweater that he wore when he made Kristen dinner but Talon isn't sure if he wants to ask Kristen and he says he thinks it would be funny if he didn't ask her like he thinks it would be really funny if he just didn't ask her we find out that Jake is gonna ask Taylor and then Talon says that all three of them picked the biggest drama dates you know Jake's with Taylor, Jeff is with Jess, and Talon's, of course, with Kristen. But I don't put Taylor in with the biggest drama unless there was, like, a bunch of stuff we didn't see on TV. She seems pretty chill. Like, I wouldn't consider her a drama fest. But obviously, Kristen and Jessica are drama for sure. Like, no doubt about that one. The next scene, we find out that Steven is back in Laguna for the summer. We see his little white truck driving down the main street of Laguna, the main little strip, and he gives Elsie a call and basically wants to pick her up. You know, he's like, what are you doing? She's like, just reading a magazine as she's like by her beautiful floor to ceiling windows reading Us Weekly. How relatable, right? I loved Us Weekly when I was younger. Like I loved it so much. And my mom was like, I don't want to spend like 20 bucks every time we go to the grocery store on magazines. And I was like, well, it's too bad, mom. This is what I like. Usually it was like J14. I was very about J14. I loved teen people. And then I loved like regular people magazine, but my grandparents got that to their house. So they would just give it to me when they were done. But J14 was always my shit or M magazine. Do you guys remember? It was just like M. What was it? Music, movies and more. I think it stood for. Okay, back. (laughs) Sorry, I keep going on like random tangents. I did this last episode, but I can't help it, guys. I can't help it. I have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) So Steven's going to pick up Lauren. They're going to hang out, hang out with one another. And I ship it. I have to say I love that saying I ship them still like don't know where it came from or anything some Tumblr world that I'm not a part of but I like it and I always wanted them together and they're still like like I said last episode that tiny little part of me that's like I wonder what would have happened if they really did try and have a real relationship because I think it would have been great. But then we wouldn't know who Brody Jenner is or Spencer Pratt. So maybe it would have been great. So now we have Taylor, Alex M with her blue contacts in. Morgan and Courtney Mayo, they all go to the nail salon. And I feel like these girls go to the nail salon like a lot. I'm not someone, believe it or not, guys, I'm not someone who gets their nails done like ever. So I'm not sure like how often you have to go. And I guess they're getting pedicures and I know you're supposed to get them like sometimes. I last one I got was like three years ago. I'm sorry. I know that's probably gross to even admit, but there you have it. I'm being honest, (laughs) but they're getting their toes done. And a lady comes in to let Taylor know that her car's being towed. And we see Jake like putting it up on the tow truck and everything and getting it ready to be towed. But he's standing there with some yellow flowers. He walks around and he's like, will you go to prom with me? And she goes, yeah, yeah, of course. Do you see their towing my car? And he's like, it's a joke. And she got so mad. Like she didn't even understand it was a promposal. I thought that was a really cute moment. I like Taylor a lot. I think I've said that a lot throughout like going over season two, but rewatching it, I like Taylor. I think that she was probably like one of the realist cast members. In my opinion, that's my favorite promposal out of all of them that we've seen. Even the gorilla one, which is next. So we have the gorilla promposal and it just so happens that Alex and Jess 
are hanging out talking about prom. And Alex says she'll still go to prom even if she isn't asked. Hell yeah, you be strong. You go to prom by yourself. Whatever, Alex. Like, hell yeah. But don't worry, guys. Alex is not going to go alone. The Jeffs show up, Jeff B and Jeff C, and they sneak up on them wearing gorilla suits and tap them on the shoulder with their cardboard bananas. And it just says prom on the bananas and they say, yeah, but before they say yes, like they run away screaming because they see two guys in gorilla costumes and maybe didn't click that they are being promposed to. And I do think Laguna created promposals. I feel like my school didn't do big promposals or anything like that. I don't know if your school did. But if they did, it's because of Laguna Beach. I blame Laguna Beach. So now we have our Steven and Elsie moment. And at that time, I believed that they were meant to be. Again, I was very Team Elsie. I mean, of course I was Team Elsie. I didn't think Kristen was very nice. I told you guys, the moment I liked Kristen is when she went back to help Jessica after Jason broke up with her. Like that cemented. I'm like, okay, maybe Kristen isn't that bad. And rewatching, like Kristen isn't bad. I mean, (laughs) Elsie was literally trying to date her boyfriend or that's how production wanted us to believe it. So like, yeah, Elsie wasn't doing great for a season. Like that wasn't cool. That's not a cool thing to do. You don't steal people's boyfriends. But she brings up both of them going to LA and she's like, did you really think that we'd both end up in LA or did you think we'd end up going back to San Fran? And he was like, no, I soaked up all I wanted in San Fran, never wanted to graduate from San Fran. I was like, okay, Steven. But Steven says, let's make some plans. Maybe I do need some plans for the summer. Now we have Alex M and Taylor dress shopping. And Kendra and Cammie come in to kind of like ask permission for Cammie to go to prom with Jason. And again, this would have been the perfect segue for season three. But no, MTV had to ruin it. Cammie should have been the narrator of season three. I think Kendra would have been a little too much. I don't think like people would have loved it that much. But Cammie's funny. I mean, Kendra's funny, too, but like Kendra came off really bad, really, really bad in season three until like midway through. And I still don't know if I'm going to talk about season three or just go right to the hills. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. But I have a sound clip of Cammy asking permission and it's kind of funny. So hopefully it doesn't sound bad. I say that every time. There's just background noise. So you just have to deal with that, unfortunately, because I don't know how to like make it not have background noise. Um, I wanted to ask you if I could go to prom with Jason because he asked me and I was wondering to make sure that that's okay with you. <sighs> no, 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 of course. Are you kidding? I could care less about Jason. I'm a friend. <laughs> I love you. Love you too. Bye, girl. Are you? Okay, I'll be back. I don't get even more Cammy had to ask. But it was really nice for now with Cammy to death, so. Glad she said yes. I do feel like that little clip where she's like, even if she didn't say yes, that wouldn't have stopped you, did give us a little bit of insight on like who Kendra and Cammy were. They were, of course, supposed to be the mean girls, and they were fucking mean. Like, they're horrible on season three. I just feel like that could have been an easier way to introduce us to season three cast members. Now we have Kristen and Alex, and it's such a classic, like, them moment. Alex goes, What if Talon really doesn't ask you to prom? And she goes, okay, Alex. I'm not kidding, bitch, slut. (laughs) I'll laugh at you. I hope you guys know who was who. I didn't change my voice much, but it was like, Alex, Kristen, Alex, Kristen, Alex. Like, Alex saying I'll laugh at you is hysterical. I love that little moment. They have so many, like, good moments, good friendship moments. So the very next shot after like Kristen says, boys are last minute, we see Talon in a suit 
with red balloons decorating something with roses. And of course, we're assuming that he's going to actually propose to her because this is a lot for a promposal. Like last year, Stephen just like took his shirt off and ran around her house with his little butt crack showing. And it just said like prom across his chest. So this is a lot more than we're used to. Kristen and Alex pull up and Kristen goes, what's going on? Because there's like a little thing of flowers in a letter. So I'm going to play Kristen reading the letter out loud. And again, I'm like, damn, Talon has a lot of feelings. If he did, in fact, write this letter, I'd like to hear his other songs other than Somewhere Dead in Hollywood, because if he could write this letter, if this wasn't production writing the letter, like it's a really beautiful letter. And again, I'm pretty sure he's going to propose to her, not just ask her to prom. These past couple of years that we've gotten to know each other have been very special to me. You have this amazing ability to make me laugh, yet you have a beautiful way of making me cry. This, I believe, shows how much you truly mean to me. Now close your eyes and count to ten, but please don't peek or you will ruin this press. Oh my God. And then the garage door opens and Talon asks her to prom. He has like a bunch of roses everywhere. Again, I feel like it's very over the top, but I kind of feel like Talon's very extra. Like now that I think about it, Talon's a little extra and that's okay, guys. Men can be extra too. So now we're on the day of prom and Alex, Emma, and Cedric are getting their hair done. And Cedric gets his hair like straightened in the front. I think it looks like he's bleaching it, but I know he's not bleaching it. But he says, like, it's not my fault. I wasn't born with straight hair in the front. So I guess he's getting it (laughs) professionally tamed. (laughs) I don't know. And then Alex is getting her updo. And Cedric says, Jason's date is really random. Like, Cammie's really random. He just needed someone to go with. And he hopes that Cammie doesn't think this means that they're going to, like, hang out all night. Insider tea, okay? Cammie told me that her and Jason maybe made out a little bit that night. And then she goes, and then I had to watch him make out with Alex M the rest of the night. So there's a little, like, inside scoop for you guys. A little tea that's, like, freezing because it's 13 years ago, 14 years ago. But I thought you guys would like that. Then we have Kristen and Alex M getting ready, and they're just straightening the shit out of their hair. Kristen goes to straighten her hair, and Alex, like, pulls away. She's like, oh, be careful, I'm guessing she clipped your ear or almost clipped your ear. That's always scary. Like, I straighten my own hair every day. But when I was younger, if, like, someone else was straightening my hair and I felt it, like, clip near my ear, I'd be like, ah! I'd be so scared. I will still sometimes, like, burn my neck. And when I do, I'm like, wow, you're an idiot. You've been straightening your hair for how long? That's like when you're shaving your legs and cut yourself. You're like, am I a child? (laughs) I've been straightening my legs for, like, 15, 16 years now. How do I still do this? It's okay. It happens to all of us, guys. So then we have the boys getting ready, and there are blue solo cups flying everywhere. We find out that Talon has a white tux, and he's going with some Converse. He's going with some Converse, and he already dirtied him up, but he's really excited about it. And Alex M., Taylor, Morgan, and Cammie are all getting ready together. And also Candace from season three. She is in the scene quickly, and I'll actually touch back on why she's in the scene. And during this montage, someone yells, J-Wall crew! And I feel like I still like quote that. And before that, Jay Wells like, yeah, dub spinners. <laughs> I don't know. It's like random little quotes like that that really stick out to me. But yeah, Jay Wall Cruz. I feel like I've used that as like a caption before. And again, the limo's huge so cameras can fit. Like MTV definitely pays for that limo just so they can put their cameras in it. And it's also to probably like remind people that the kids are rich. <laughs> They want people to think that, you know, the kids can afford this or their families, whatever. 
And like I said, in Laguna, like a lot of the houses were pretty big, but a lot of them weren't. Like there's definitely not, it's not like everybody's rich there, which I thought was interesting. But I do think that they wanted to have like a big stretch Hummer limo with the spinners. So people would remember that these kids are wealthy and better than you and better looking than you. So lots of blue solo cups in the limo and they all show up to the mansion on the cliff. As I said before, Candace from season three, we see her a few times and that's because Cedric was dating Candace from season three. So she's his date and that's why she's there. And then Casey walks in wearing this dress. Did you see Casey's dress? So the end of that clip is just Casey trying to figure out which side she should stand on because she wants to obviously show off her little cut that she has. And yeah, that dress is a lot, but I feel like that's what girls wear to prom now. So maybe Casey was just ahead of her time. One really funny part, like it's kind of chaotic. There's a lot of different camera angles and stuff, like trying to show all the cast, trying to show everybody getting ready, everybody taking their pictures with their dates, all that stuff. But Cammie like kisses Jason on the cheek, then looks directly at the camera. We see you getting that screen time, girl. Get it. We're not mad about it. So Kristen and Talon seem to like hate each other deeply during this moment. Like they don't want to take pictures together when they do. They don't seem excited about it. And Kristen seems drunk. Then she's like walking around being like, okay, see ya. Bye, Talon. Bye, Talon. She doesn't want to be near him, anything like that. And Talon says Kristen is pissing him off. As we know, cameras can't go into prom, but we see the crew walking in. We see Casey and her date. We see Jess and Jeff share a kiss. Cammy and Jason are right behind them. They walk in and then they hand Cedric a camera. It's like a little handheld one, but the quality is so bad. We see Alex and Jason dancing together. We see like Taylor go in and kiss the camera. And then after prom, we see Alex and Jason making out hardcore, like making out so hard. And they end that scene with them walking away together. So we assume they like left prom together. The next morning, Alex M says it was her best dance. It's her, Taylor, and Morgan S getting some coffee and like sitting outside hanging out. And she says it was her best dance. And Alex says, you know, she's good that she got it out of her system. Her and Jason are good now. And she's all set with them. Like she doesn't want to deal with them anymore. And Morgan says Jason was so belligerent because Alex M's like, do you think Cammie was mad at me about like the whole jason thing and morgan was like no he was so belligerent whenever he'd walk by Cammy would be like worst date ever <laughs> so the next scene the boys cedric jason and talon are all at ruby's diner where i actually really i whenever people are like where should i go in laguna i always forget to say ruby's but their food is really really good and it's like a cool atmosphere it's like an old school diner so definitely check out ruby's they ask jason who'd you hook up with and he's like alex and they do this crazy laugh and then cedric asks talon like who did you even go to prom with and talon's like a little bit shady about his answer i actually recorded it so you get three three whole moments of me not talking you must be so excited but this is what he says. It's so shady. You go with Kristen. Oh, yeah. But obviously, that's why you have to ask me. Because she's, like, never with me. She's always, like, doing her own thing. Like, dates with 10 dudes. Like, making out with 15 dudes. Probably, like, more than kiss. Like, five guys. And I was like, what the hell? She plays games. She's dude. like that, dude. She plays such early games. I'm over that chick. And after Talon's, like, heartfelt letter, I do feel kind of bad for him. That is, like, a sucky thing. He put a lot of time into that letter if he wrote it. So, you know, his feelings are a little hurt, which I get. So we have a moment with Kristen, Alex, and Jessica. They're all talking, and Jessica, did you see Casey's dress? And Kristen's like, Casey looks like a cheap hooker. And they really hate on Casey. Like, I feel like they make a habit on really hating on Casey. 
But she doesn't seem like that bad. Like, yeah, she's annoying, whatever. But yeah. So they like really hate on her. And then they all agree that it needs to slow down because now school's over. I remember at my prom, like once prom was done, it was like, wow, like we're graduating in two weeks or a week and a half, whatever it was. So that's really the end of the episode. The girls are all chilling on a couch on three different couches. It's almost donezo, guys. And I'm sad for when season two ends. Because as I've said before, like season two is probably my favorite season of almost any show ever. Any reality show for sure. Because I don't really like pay attention to reality TV as much as I seem like I do. Like Teen Mom, I can't really pick out a favorite episode. Jersey Shore, that scene with Snooki on the beach is hysterical. As far as Vanderpump Rules, like I don't have a favorite episode or anything. They're all pretty funny. But yeah, it's sad. It's ending. And we are actually going to talk about the Jersey Shore wedding. Someone reached out to me today and asked me to kind of talk about that. And I don't know. It seemed really cool. Like I love Mike. I love his wife, Lauren. They seem like a really great couple. Very over the top. Uncle Nino like creeps me out a little bit, but I know he's probably harmless he seems harmless but he definitely creeps me out a little Jenny and Snooki's daughters were like my favorite part because it literally looks like little Snooki and little Jenny so they're great um Giovanna Giovanni no Giovanna I think is Snooki's daughter and I can't remember Jenny's daughter's name and I feel like it's way easier to remember than Snooki's daughter so my bad but Snooki just like she cracks me up with everything she's a reality tv icon And no one can deny that. Like, she is such a funny person. In the episode, they have, like, people hanging, girls hanging from, like, ropes, pouring drinks. And she's like, is this fucking Vegas? I just saw a vagina. (laughs) And then when Vinny's walking down the aisle, and I don't like Vinny that much. Vinny actually really bothers me. I think he's way too cocky. But he's walking down. She's like, ew, stop it. What's wrong with him? (laughs) She's like, stop walking like that, you freak. I do get annoyed how like everyone only talks shit about Jen. Like Ronnie also sucks really bad. I understand you're going to stick up for your friend, but MTV needs to just be like, they're both terrible people. I know they never will, but the whole time Polly's like, you know, he needs to leave her. He's a great guy. Like, no, he sucks too. And I honestly think he shouldn't be on the show anymore. I don't think Ronnie should be on the show. I would love it if they took Ronnie off and put Sammy on because I just want to see what Sam's up to. She's living the dream probably like with her boyfriend who's hot. I think they're engaged now. So I'm happy for her. And I know a lot of people think she's like snobby and stuck up. But I've I'm in like this group on Facebook. And a lot of people said that she's just really quiet and reserved, which can come off as like rude and stuck up for sure. I have that issue. Like when I meet someone who's quiet and reserved, I'm like, ew, they're so rude. But it's like, no, Kelly, not everyone's a psycho and loud like you. So I got like a lot of different things to talk about I got a lot of different ideas which I really appreciate I love when you guys give me a lot but somebody said that her ex still talks to her mom and they've been broken up for like a while now you need to tell your mom to stop responding I don't know if she does if she does respond be like mom stop I understand you're trying to be nice but you need to stop contacting him because it's fucking weird okay And your ex doesn't need to be talking to your mom. Like, that's also very bizarre. (laughs) I don't like that either. They're both in the wrong. But I think you should definitely talk to your mom about it. And just let her know that it does really bother you that, you know, they're they're talking. I think most moms would understand that, hopefully. So someone actually asked me to be a little bit, you know, more personal, talk about my personal life. And I guess I pulled back because I felt like I was always complaining. But right now I feel like I'm living in a rom-com, except it's not romantic and there's not a ton of comedy. (laughs) 
except I'm still very single and rom-coms aren't real life. But I work with someone who I have a big crush on and we've become like pretty good friends. You know, we hang out outside of work and we actually live in the same apartment complex. And I think he's a cutie, have a crush on him, but I have super low self-esteem. So like there is no way that I would ever hit on him first or anything like that. But I'd be more than happy to like go out and get drinks with him and hopefully he'll realize what he's looking for is right under his nose because he's on Bumble and goes on tons of Bumble dates and they never work out. And I'm like, it's me. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. Don't worry. Last week, I helped him plan a date. I helped him plan a Bumble date and I told him to go to Whiskey Jam, which is a really cool thing if you're ever in Nashville on a Monday or a Thursday night at Winners. They do something called Whiskey Jam and it's a free concert and a lot of up and comers go there. I know like Casey Musgraves performed there before she got big. Lauren Elena's performed there. Luke Combs. So, you know, some pretty big names get their start there. And he came over to me on Friday and he's like, I need to tell you what happened last night. And I'm like, oh, God, watch this be like the perfect date that I helped him plan. And I was like, fuck, like my heart's going to sink. But he's talking to me and he's like, you know, we were we were having drinks. It was one of the, we kept saying it was one of the best first dates either of us have ever had. And I am dying in my chair at work. I'm like, OK, great. I'm so happy for you. But I guess they go to Whiskey Jam and she goes to the bathroom and comes out and she goes and he said like her face changed and she looked like she threw up or something like he didn't know what happened. Also, the bathrooms at Winners is fucking disgusting. It's like a jail bathroom. Like, it's not even a toilet. It's like a steel toilet that you sit on. It's it really, it's gross. Like, if you have to go to the bathroom, try and hold it or go to a different bar. Anyway, she comes out of the bathroom and he said, like, her face changed completely. He didn't even, he figured she got sick. Like, that's how much her face changed. While she was in the bathroom, she was texting her ex-boyfriend. And she said, my ex is on the way. I still have feelings for him. You should go. Can you imagine like that is such a mean thing to say. Like if I still had feelings for an ex and he was showing up, I would have at least pretended to leave. I would have been like, hey, I don't feel good. I'm going to go. And then like walk down the street, pretend I got to my car and been like, OK, my ex, like I'll go meet up with him now. Although I do give her credit for being that straightforward because, again, I have trouble being straightforward. I don't do well with that because I don't think people will like understand where I'm coming from. And that's something I'm trying to work on like a little bit, not a ton. But can you imagine being like, you should go. So again, he's telling me this whole story and I'm like, I'm right here. (laughs) But it's cool. He's a nice guy. Like even if we end up just being friends, like he's he's a good guy. So it's fine. But that's why I feel like I'm in a rom-com like that little moment of my life. I'm like, okay, this is when he realizes. (laughs) And then like over the weekend, he's like, we should go hiking. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't hike. I'm not I'm not like in shape, but I am going to start the gym tomorrow because I feel like my mind has been going 300 miles a minute and there's like no way for me to calm down. And usually the gym I was in like really good shape when I moved here and I gained all my weight back. I definitely want to like focus on myself again and focus on being happy and figuring out my shit a little bit better. One of my best friends down here is moving. She just got engaged. So like that has really upset me and it's hard for me to be like, I'm happy for you, but I'm also pissed. <laughs> I am happy for her. I'm so happy she's engaged. You know, she really likes the guy. But I'm also like, fuck you for leaving me. It's an abandonment thing. Like, I have abandonment issues even though I moved away from my family. Very confusing. I'm very complex. (laughs) I'm like an onion. When you think you, like, know me, you have to peel another layer. And I'll probably make you cry. But I don't smell, so maybe not completely like an onion, but I'll definitely make you cry. All right, so since I've been recording this podcast, like so many more things have happened between Brody and Caitlin, 
And I'm getting to the point where I think they're all just fucking with us. I think that they know this is great PR for all of them. And I'm actually like frustrated. Like I was really excited at the beginning of this. So this week started with Brody commenting hot girl summer on Caitlyn's post after they already said they were divorced. Like after they said they're breaking up and everyone's kind of like, oh, that's weird. And then Liam and Miley announced that they're getting a divorce. And with like six minutes later, there are pictures of Miley and Caitlyn kissing in Italy. And hell yeah, like go ahead, make out, do your thing. So Brody posted something today, like a picture of him standing on a cliff in Malibu saying, don't let yesterday take up too much of today. And Brandon Thomas Lee commented saying, let's round this scandal out and post a pic of us making out. And Brody responded saying, watch out, pics of Liam and I holding hands on the beach coming soon. And Miley responded saying, go take a nap in your truck and cool off. Like, holy shit, there's so much happening. And I really feel like this is like fake. I do. I think this is fake now. I used to be like about this and now I'm angry. <laughs> a lot can change. And it's, it's taken me like two hours to record this because I'm trying to keep up with everything. But I am annoyed with them now. And I think it's all PR and they're doing a really good job. And I'm mad. I want Liam to say something. I need Liam to say anything in his hot Australian accent. I'm also about to throw my phone against a wall because, <laughs> OK, I'm glad I got that off my chest. But yeah, I feel like the Caitlyn and Miley Cyrus thing is fake. And now I'm upset. So I've gone through a lot of emotions through this whole podcast. And I'm glad you guys were here for this roller coaster. OK, yeah, I'm going with it's fake. I actually know someone who was in school with Caitlyn and they said like she always wanted to be famous. That's why she moved to California. But she's from like a rich, wealthy family in New Hampshire. So she does have money. She comes from money. So I don't think she was like looking for money. And of course, Spencer's like, I called this weeks ago. I told you she was dating Miley Cyrus, blah, blah, blah. Like, Spencer, get out of here. This literally has nothing to do with you. I'm never going to like Spencer, guys. And one thing, I did put up like a um, poll asking if Spencer was the face of the hills because MTV made the banner with like the faces of the show. And I'm happy. I don't like Kat Cara Maria that much on the challenge. I used to really like her, but now she just bugs me. And I think her and Polly are like, a terrible couple but she took over Johnny Banana's spot totally fine with that hate Johnny Bananas disgusting human I'll never like Johnny Bananas Johnny Bananas is Spencer Pratt for the challenge basically but they made Spencer the face of the hills and I really thought they would have made Brody or Whitney not Whitney Audrina I'm sorry Brody or Audrina I don't know why but I, I didn't feel like Spencer did it and Spencer seems really inauthentic. Him and Heidi Steen's like just it looks like I'm watching two robots and his like Spencer Pratt poor that's aggressive. I will be seeing the Backstreet Boys in two weeks with my mom. I'm really excited. It's our 13th time going to BSB together. If anyone knows any connections to the Backstreet Boys and wants to tell them that, that'd be really cool. And if you do see the Backstreet Boys, a lot of people, and I always say a lot of people, but I mean like five to eight people DM me and someone was like, Brian's voice is really bad and he has a vocal issue. They talk about it in the documentary, which is actually on Amazon Prime and I highly recommend you watch it. I think it's like five or six years old now, but it's definitely a good one. And it kind of shows like everything that the Backstreet Boys have been through since they've been a group. Definitely recommend that. So, yeah, I hope you guys have an awesome week. And the girl who asked about her mom and ex, sit down with your mom and tell her to stop responding to your ex. And I'll keep you updated on my rom-com life. I know sometimes he listens to the podcast, so I might have answers sooner than later. Have a great week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in.